The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel. Stream it on SEMSynergy.com or pick it up on iTunes or any combination thereof. Uh, we love to have every show loaded about five times, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. We came across an article of a keynote that Google's Eric Schmidt gave during the Guardian's Activate 2010 Summit. That was uh, not too long ago. It was this month. Uh, He had some interesting predictions for the future of technology and the Internet. And Quite frankly, since he's someone that, uh, you know, seems to have vision within Google, CEOs have that, um, it was a good prediction, and I think that uh, certainly it's something that we might want to talk about a little bit. Um, Certainly we should look at him. Uh, even if he did copy all of mine from my uh, website. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, it did strike me how similar the comments he was making were to the interview that you had with Web Pro News. Uh, I think it was SMX Advanced. Yes. That's just about enough time to, to listen to your interview and, and write up his own speech, I think. Not oh. that we're saying that Google CEO Eric Schmidt clearly stole Bruce's uh, ideas from his talk. Google would never benefit from other people's content. They would never do that. That's true. Which is funny because that's just the topic that he talked about. Anyway. <laughs> Come on, guys. Behave. We love Google. Oh, look, you started it. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, the thing is, great minds think alike. Let's, let's go to that path. Um, there were a bunch of things. I think that... Uh, just sort of at a real high level, uh, the gist of it was mobile and personalization, I think. That's the easiest way to describe it. Um, there seems to be a lot of, uh, you know, issues on news and news delivery and do you care about news, you know, is which is the best news service? A news service that's 30 minutes late by the time they get cameras and buy pictures and get something up or Twitter, which is the most breaking news out there? Well, I think that there's there's another angle to it, which um, he kind of brought out, which that is socialization narrowing our view. And is that dangerous? If you only get your news from one particularly biased source, whatever your bias is, I'm not picking on anyone here, if you only get it from the one biased source, that's how you see the world. 
right? And you never have any kind of exposure to other ideas. And the more narrow you are into your social sphere, that's how really scary people get their really scary ideas, is that they only have this one narrow pinhole viewpoint. But I don't think, and if you, you know, again, we're back to uh, social maps. If I look at all the people that I am connected to, they're all over the board. And in fact, they're guaranteed to be all over the board because they're SEOs. <laughs> they're internet marketers. They're crazy crazy people, yes, um, much like all of us. And uh, that is not the kind of a focus that is going to narrow my opinion of a great many things, especially at a news level. I think that if my friends were only people that, you know, practice or wear purple. <laughs> if everybody in my social map is a purple wearer, uh, I think that, you know, then I'm going to have a tendency to think purple is the only good color. And that certainly will bias it. And But I don't think news is as biased towards a, a social group as other things. I think that where it's coming from a newspaper, it has a tendency to have a political agenda more so than anything else. I don't know. I mean, not necessarily. So we've got SEOs, right? SEOs have certain viewpoints about the world. Online marketing is worthwhile. Uh, and I mean, and not that I disagree with any of these being an online marketer myself, but, you know, technology is good. Access to broadband is good. There are people out there who don't believe that, who think that that's absolutely, utterly wrong. And we're not going to see those viewpoints because we're personalized, socialized, whatever, you know, to our own viewpoint. So we don't get the opposite side. I mean, it's not it's not just a matter of political views or, you know, fashion views or anything like that. It's everything has spectrums. And if you're only seeing your side of the spectrum all the time, that seems divisive to me. But wouldn't, and that may be, and I agree that most people involved in internet marketing are sort of biased towards internet marketing, which is fine, but that isn't necessarily news because you cannot really hardly ever go to a blog that has any number of posts to it and not find an argument of some sort. It happens all the time. Uh, forums are worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and... If you were to go into a lot of these things, you get more uh, variety of views than you would ever expect, uh, certainly more than you would get out of a newspaper that's just almost lecturing to you from their own pulpit. Interestingly enough, on the other side, uh, as a tangent, Yahoo's uh, new service, and I can't even remember what it's called, uh, is going to be, they just pulled together a news team to write stories on trending topics. So, you know, it, it's the whole top de- uh, inverted mentality of what uh, news is. Editors don't decide for you anymore and filter it, but we decide for ourselves. Well, you know, I think mobile is here. I think news is here. I think instant news is coming. I think that there's always going to be a role for people to use the news services as trusted resources to back up everything. And, you know, that's just the way it works. If you want to find out more about this uh, keynote speech, go to the Guardian 
website. I think it's guardian.co.uk. And uh, we're going to take a quick break now, but stay there, or better yet, join the Webmaster Radio chat room. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is admedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Hi, this is Joel Kamm. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. CEO Coach, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Bradley Lease, Senior SEO Analyst at Bruce Clay, Inc. Uh, definitely somebody who's been on the show before, but uh, you're a dedicated researcher in the fields of SEO and social media, things like Google and different social media tools, and you've been doing a lot of research lately, which you've been sharing with me, and it's uh, interesting stuff, so I asked you to come on the show and talk about it. One of the topics that we were talking about earlier is how caffeine and May Day kind of came around at the same time. Caffeine being the infrastructure update, May Day being the algorithm update. But the two are often um, spoken about together because they did come around at the same time. And all we really know is that a lot of things are changing at Google. But you've been doing research to find out what each one entails. So, yeah. May Day had has more to do with the way that uh, link popularity is evaluated across large complex sites. I mean, it can it will affect anyone, but 
we've heard a lot of talk about long tail versus short tail, and this has really turned a lot of uh, people who have integrated information architecture. Um, it has made them to be able to um, step back and try to re-examine the kinds of results that are coming up in the index. We've been talking about how it's a choppy sea, that there's, there doesn't appear to be any obvious baselines, and the rankings are all over the place. You can't effectively optimize a site uh, in terms of keyword density if you can't find a commonality in terms of the top ten results. Interesting that you mentioned the the choppy sea of the rankings because uh, it was my understanding that a lot of that had to do with caffeine. Because of the freshness of the index Mm. and the speed with which um, different pages are getting onto the results page, and a lot of it has to do with Google testing out their place, evaluating or like starting it off at a high ranking to see mm-hmm. how users respond right. to that result. Maybe even, like you said, with bounce rate being a factor. Right, right. Really quick, the differences that we found with caffeine versus Mayday, and there's definitely interconnections, which is why we get confused, and, and it's understandable how most people get confused. And the fact is, is that caffeine's impact has been greatly affected by Mayday's update as well. So Mayday, again, is, is long tail. If you take an example of a automobile company, make, model, trim, and year, it used to be that you would want to arrange your, your content in a table of contents where everything was laid out uh, from the most broad subject to narrow. Now there's a real emphasis in being able to consolidate the link popularity on the very specific longer tail terms into the shorter tail sections. And so part of that has to do with aggregating content into the main short tail sections of a page. So every time you put out a piece of content, you want to put it in at at the very top level of your silo. Whereas before you would reference it to to being far into the most specific ends of your of your silo, which would be on the on the year side, make, model, trim, year. And it, it explains why there's a lot of confusion. So caffeine has to do with freshness. It has to do with engagement. There seems to be emphasis of bounce rate in terms of how people interact with an actual impression. So we've a- I've actually seen tools that show the result in Webmaster Tools uh, it's a, like a, a plugin that will show you the impressions versus click-throughs. So we think that just because a result is relevant and it shows up in the top 10, if it is not engaged by, by the audience, it will drop from the top 10. And that is, I mean, it seems as though there's almost a sense of unfairness among our customers and, and other types of competitors within our range because at first they're supposed to create their their SERP to be the most relevant and they did that but now they're expecting people to have engagement as well which is requiring a type of uh, almost a PPC perspective of being able to tailor the title description and keywords to the end user and it so Caffeine, you know, you you want subject relevance. You want to make sure your content is useful. 
I think that with personalized search, they're able to evaluate a lot of the behave these behavioral things. Even though when you turn off personalized search, the results will change because it's not reflecting your specific preferences. The interaction you have with personalized search, even most people who try to turn it off will forget and still be interacting. That kind of information we think is being pushed. Um, pull them to the algorithm in some capacity. I mean, one of the things with the choppiness is we've seen just the rapid rate at which we'll see results change. I mean, there is no waiting anymore. After you've launched an article, you, you can't launch an article and optimize it. You have to optimize it as it's launched, first to publish. So we've noticed with through Webmaster Tools, we've... The, I've been. I was told by another analyst, but we've seen these updates consistently over the last few years. We've been seeing the webmaster tools. When you launch your sitemap, it's a reviewed in faster than we've ever seen consistently across all the major sites, all our clients, and the insight we have from other large companies. Um, website speed. I mean, I remember the outrage when that came up, and now it's a documented fact that if your pages are are larger than or load larger than two seconds then i don't think you're punished but i don't think you're considered to be the the least imperfect and it also appears as though the google dance has stopped it appears as though there's it's all feeding from a single source so we're seeing consistent rankings across multiple geographic locations. It just doesn't appear as though there's these uh, multiple results, multiple findings that we're finding. Um, No matter where we look from, whether it's in California or in New York, the rankings are consistent. You mentioned consistency as being an important uh, factor in this issue, and consistency of a brand is also very important. Um, Across your various channels, if we go back to May Day, right. um, you were telling me earlier that a domain's reputation or a right. brand's reputation is um, very important. Right, right. So so part of May Day is because Google is so able to grab content from everywhere, one of the things that we've been really focusing on is is what are the types of social locations, what are the other types of news aggregators and other types that are very well placed within the rankings you know from twitter to facebook to you know linkedin as well as you know stumbled upon and dig because google's indexing all these sources because they're able to do it at at an amazing rate think of the real-time results the the being able to have a consistent reputation being able to make sure your brand is consistent across all the different channels is is a huge impact on your main domain. It seems as though beyond just who is information in place within your IP in terms of neighborhoods and all that, um, that it really has a big impact on who you are, who you say you are, and how you interact with your audience and community. It seems as though having a good domain reputation across all your interactions in, in the world as it relates to Google News, as well as just if you consider all the different properties Google has, um, you know, they have YouTube, 
I'm just, these are just a few of the many that you have access to. Google Buzz, FeedBurner, Google News, Google Blogger. You have an opportunity to consistently put out your brand across just these Google locations, let alone all the other Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, typically your blog is where you have the the biggest influence. If you're not covering those consistently, it appears as though your your domain reputation is somewhat tarnished. You might not be doing as well as you could be doing. Along with trying to stay up on everything that's changing at Google, um, you also have to stay up on your reputation across the web. Very complex kind of situation, but uh, important to stay up on. And thank you for sharing your research with us, Bradley. You can contact Bradley on Twitter at Bradley Least, B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-L-E-E-S-E, on Facebook, where you're at facebook.com slash Bradley David Lease, and on your blog, where you share lots of interesting stuff, bradleylease.com. So after the break, we're going to take a look at advantages of video for e-commerce. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. This is a test of the PRWeb content and news delivery system from PRWeb and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PRWeb can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. (coughs) Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. CEO Coach, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Virginia here with Susan and Michael. And earlier in the show, we were talking about Google CEO Eric Schmidt's vision for the future of the web. 
Um, and it's good to look forward to the future to be prepared, but there's a lot that marketers and businesses are missing out on in the here and now that would help their online presence. I think, in my opinion, one of the most overlooked is video. Yeah, I, I mean, we've definitely been talking for a long time about the the rise in uh, engagement objects, particularly in video, the rise in amount of time people spend watching videos, the fact that YouTube is the second biggest search engine by volume, you know, all, all of this. And, and that does seem to leave this huge open playing area where people could be jumping in. They could be, you know, creating little videos and throwing them on their site, throwing them on YouTube, bringing, bringing uh, attention to, to their content. And engagement on the site as well as in the search engine results. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, in particular, with regard to e-commerce, video is really where it's at. I mean, year over year, the increase in e-commerce sites using video has increased exponentially. And it took a long time. I mean, everybody assumed that the web was going to be full of all this video, and maybe that's what video the web was going to be about, I mean, 10, 15 years ago. It's taken a long time for the technology capacity to catch up with it. And then for even, I mean, words were still king for a long time, and they still are king to a large extent, but YouTube kind of showed the way to where video can be successful. You know, the shorter, um, short videos that people have um, the attention for. And then also YouTube showed how technology could catch up to be good enough quality for people to be willing to view on the Internet. And now that that's happened and people trust the little video players that are embedded in the sites... E-commerce is the next like great domain for that. Aside from just like you know the entertainment videos that you find on YouTube, because when you go to what holds back people from buying a lot of things on online, it's the fact that you can't hold it, you can't see it from three dimensions, you can't tell exactly what you're actually getting, and that's a huge win for an e-commerce site because um, now just put in a little video there and people trust them now, so they'll, they'll view them. You can say, buy a piece of jewelry, where, like, I would have never considered buying jewelry off the internet, but now if I can see it three-dimensionally, see them rotate panoramic around it, right, right. Now, now I'm going to be willing to do that. Yeah. Well, and the interesting thing is, even if they don't watch the video, they're more likely to buy because there's a video. Sure. And that's obvious just because if you have videos on the page, then you have a sense of professionalism. Yeah. And they trust you, and they real- realize that you're willing to show the product in three dimensions. Mm-hmm. And so they don't even need to look at it to say, oh, well, I'm sure if I looked at it, this is going to look good or whatever. Right, right. You've got you've already taken that extra step to prove your credibility, to offer them something. They can always go back and watch it later. But they're thinking, okay, there's a video here. Somebody's looked at this and played with it and handled it. It's a real thing. It's mm-hmm. not a picture that somebody manipulated. This is this is a thing. So I, I think they get that tangible sense much, much more easily from a video. Right, and uh, returns are, um, the numbers are a lot better for e-commerce sites when they use videos because, again, people know what they're getting, so they're not met with, they don't have some unrealistic expectation when they get the product and they're like, hey, this isn't what I expected, and send it back. So that's another big win for e-commerce sites to use video. A few weeks ago, I talked to David Harry about universal search and like the industry's, um, what they're most comfortable with as far as the blended results, and videos seem to be the least understood and yet if you look at this um this chart from eMarketer that compares the amount of um online retailers that have video on their site in 2008 versus in 2009 it jumped from like 18 percent to 68 percent that's a really big increase right that's that's the graph that i was 
that I was actually thinking of when I was, was mentioning that earlier. Because, like I say, the the technology is just caught up, and the user trust of video experiences on the internet has just caught up. And now e-commerce is like, you know, they're pushing it really, really hard. And and the numbers, I mean, it's just overwhelmingly positive and statistic statistically significant that if you have video next to your products, you're going to sell more. So <laughs> people yeah. are going to do it. Everybody. Oh, I think another important point is, is the quality side of things. Mm-hmm. It, crappy videos don't sell. I mean, you know, <laughs> yes, videos will help you, but if it's a terrible video, it's just like having a terrible picture or terrible copy or any other, you know, weak element. It, it's going to it's going to hurt you. So I remember, oh, Paul, probably like three years ago now, being at PubCon and listening to. Um, or actually live blogging a session on on video and one of the points that the presenter made very very strongly was that sound quality was key that people will watch a video that's kind of grainy and and poorly uh poorly shot as long as the sound quality is really strong if the sound quality is poor they won't even watch a really pretty video right the 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 actual graphic display bit I really don't know where, what I'm trying to come up with the word is. <laughs> the visual uh, part? Of the it. visual part, yeah. The visuals can be crystal clear, but if the sound is off or it's mis- misaligned or whatever, people will turn off. They, they, they don't like that particular input. So make sure at the very, very least that you have a really good sound quality. Well, I would have never guessed that, but it kind of makes sense. I know if the, the talking doesn't um, jive with the... <laughs> the uh, video, then it's really, really irritating. Like more irritating than it seems like it should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but that's what they they had discovered, and I don't know. I mean, like I said, this was several years ago, but I can't imagine that that's something that's changed at all. And I don't know. I have this back of my head theory that it relates to the fact that we had radio before we had TV. And so we're used to having good sound. So there's never been a period where, like, we had TV with really good picture quality but terrible sound. We always have had good sound, so we expect that as a baseline. That's just sort of, like, the in my in the back of my head theory. I, I don't have any support for it, but, you know. Well, videos in e-commerce, there's a great opportunity for you to, to control your brand image too because if you have high quality videos I mean there's a broad range of quality production value in videos and uh, I mean if you want to do something as high quality as like uh, imagine the way Apple would do like an online video of one of their products you know that's the kind of thing that you could shoot for or you know a really a high end um, couture clothing company or something like that right, right. yeah very very slick and, and clean mm-hmm. Anyway, that is it for this week's show. Thank you to our guests and to Webmaster Radio. Check out scmsynergy.com for more on this week's guests and topics, or you can follow us on Twitter at scmsynergy. You can actually do both. Uh, if you have any internet marketing questions or if there's anything you want to hear about, email us at scmsynergy at bruceclay.com. Tweet us again on Twitter. Um, or come into the chat room during the show and ask us then. Come back next week for more industry info and experts. And thank you for joining us on SEM Synergy.